This show contains four-letter words and adult situations. But what did you expect? It's called Now That I'm Older. How many almonds does it take to make milk, I always wonder? Like, what the fuck goes on with that? Like, And vegans are still fucking up because now they're eating all the animals' food. Do you know who's immune to bear spray? Robots. Okay. Robots are also immune to gunfire, depending on how they're built. (laughs) Terrifying, isn't it? (laughs) That's why I'm going to be on their good side. I'm not going to shit on God. Because <laughs> he might be real, and if he is real, I'm definitely don't want to shit on him. That's that's a that's a dumb move. That's like walking up to Mike Tyson and saying you're a pussy. Sorry about my shit intro. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Now That I'm Older with Shane Smith and Ken Baldwin, aka KB Paperstacks, aka Baldwin Escobar, aka Danger Zone, aka Vanilla Thriller, and aka MC Killer B. No one calls you any of that. Okay, so I have always loved Christmas. When I was a little kid, me and my mom and dad and my little brother Steven and me would all load up into my dad's Oldsmobile and we'd drive over to Mama and Papa's house. And from the moment we took that left on Pendley Drive and saw my Mama's house, we knew it was Christmas because they had those big, fat Christmas lights on the front of the house. Not those little mini crappy lights that you see these days. They had the big, fat glass bulbs that were all the way across it. And that glow just told you that it was Christmas. And then we'd pull into the driveway and have to find a parking spot because of all the aunts and uncles and friends that were over at the house. And from the moment you walked up, there were family members sitting outside in the rocking chairs hanging out. Even though it was cold, they were sitting out there smoking cigarettes. And then you'd walk into Mama's front door and the smells of Christmas would hit you in the face. Ham, turkey, macaroni and cheese with the little breadcrumbs on the top of it, mashed potatoes, gravy, sweet potatoes, green bean casserole, and literally every kind of food that you could want was in the house. You'd see all my aunts and uncles would be there. All my cousins would be there. And we were all still little kids, so we still had the belief that Christmas was a magical time. You'd make it past the kitchen and you'd get in the house and then you'd start to see all the decorations. My mom was one of the first people that I ever saw who had one of those Christmas villages with the little ceramic houses and the little cars and all the little figures and stuff like that. And then you'd make it in and you'd see all these little miniature reindeer laying around and Santa Clauses dispersed through the house and then you'd make it to mama's christmas tree and the first thing you'd notice about her tree is it always had a theme red lights red bulbs red bows a blue and white christmas tree one year where all the christmas lights were blue and all the decorations were white and blue one year it was green and red one year it was just blue you get the idea she would always go all out every single year with her christmas tree and then you'd make your eyes down from the top of the tree all the way down and you'd see this mountain of Christmas presents. And you knew because Mama and Papa bought for every single one of the grandkids that there was a shit ton of presents under there for you because we also did a secret Santa. So you'd walk out with all kinds of stuff at the end of the night. But before you could do that, you had to sit down and eat. And we would all sit together in the dining room at this huge dining room table where everybody would gather around. Well, all the adults would gather around the dining room table. As a kid, you had to sit at the kids' table. But we would all sit at the kids' table and just plow through our meal because we knew something special was coming. And about three-fourths of the way through our meal, when we got close to the end of it, suddenly my Uncle Jack would kind of secretly slide away and my Uncle Danny would slide away with him. They'd close the doors to the dining room so nobody knew what was going on. And then right at the end of the meal, after all the pie had been eaten, after the last piece of cake had been had, suddenly you'd hear a knock at the door. 
And then you'd hear, ho, ho, ho. And then a guy who looked and sounded suspiciously like my Uncle Jack in a Santa Claus outfit would come through the front door. But when you're five and six years old, you don't give a damn that that might or might not be Uncle Jack. All you know is Santa Claus is specifically going from the North Pole to Mama and Papa's house to stop and see you. And now all the Christmas gifts that were just under the tree for all the grandkids were now in this huge bag on his back. He would sit in Mama and Papa's living room and say, Okay, Shane, this one's for you. This one's coming from Mama and Papa. Okay, Dawn, this one's for you from Mama and Papa. And he'd go down the line of all the kids. And then suddenly he'd get to the adults and he'd start handing out the adult gifts. And then he'd stand up and he'd eat some milk and cookies and he'd walk out the front door. And a few minutes later, my Uncle Jack would reemerge like nothing had happened. And as a little kid, you don't even think about the fact that that might or might not be Uncle Jack. All you can think of in your head is... Santa was here. You had this belief. It was a magical time and you just did not put it on hold. Everything else that you had, you blocked out of your mind and you believed in this moment that Santa was here. And then Christmas morning would come the next day because it would typically be Christmas Eve when we'd go over. And you'd wake up that morning, you'd get all your gifts and you knew Santa had left Mama and Papa's house, gotten his sleigh, and then came to your house that night. Well, over the years, The Christmas decorations on the outside slowly disappeared because Papa got too old to get on a ladder and put them up anymore. Nobody would come over and put the Christmas lights up, but it was still Christmas. We'd walk inside the house and there were still decorations, but as Mama and Papa got older, they got to be less and less. As we got older, we stopped believing that that was actually Santa Claus and we all started saying, well, is Uncle Jack about to put on the Santa outfit? And the belief in Christmas and that magic that we had had for so many years slowly gave way to the belief in consumerism. All the grandkids slowly started to grow up, and we just all kind of got into what were we going to get for Christmas. And this had gone on for a few years when I got to be about 14 years old. Now, Christmas hadn't come yet. It was a couple of weeks beforehand, and me and my mom and my little brother had been out shopping, doing some Christmas shopping, and when we get back, we see my dad outside. Now, it is about 20 degrees outside, freezing cold, and my dad is standing there with these huge clouds of breath smoke around it because it's just so freaking cold outside. He's standing there with a ladder and all these lights in his hands. He says, hey, Shane, come here. I need your help, boy. And I walk over to him. I said, what can I help you with, Daddy? I'm about 14 years old at this point, 13 years old at this point. He says, we're going to put lights on all these bushes. And I remember standing there. This was the first year. We had decorated with a Christmas tree inside. We'd done a little bit of stuff here and there. But we had never decorated the outside of our house. This was brand new. Now, I'm at this point now where I'm like, I need a Game Boy, I need new cologne, I need this, I need that, give me this, give me that, give me everything that you can, give me, give me, give me. But in this moment, my dad is like, no, we're putting up Christmas lights right now, I need you to help me right now. And suddenly I wasn't thinking about the fact that I needed a Game Boy, I was thinking about the fact that I was freezing my ass off standing outside. But I stand out there with my dad, and he starts wrapping Christmas lights, and I'm having to hold him and walk him back and forth with him. And he's wrapping these bushes back and forth, walking up and down. And the bushes seem like they were about 40 or 50 feet high when you're 13, 14 years old, but they honestly were about 12 or 14 feet up. But my dad wrapped them all the way across. We didn't go crazy with all the Christmas decorations across the house, but we wrapped those bushes, and they looked beautiful. And when we stood back after we got done, after we'd wrapped these bushes, after we'd done these Christmas lights and we'd done all this stuff for the house, my dad just looks over at me and goes, looks good, don't it, boy? I said, yeah, daddy, it does. And he just looked over at me and very simply said, Merry Christmas, Shane. Now, from that moment forward, I always had that belief that this was the way Christmas was supposed to be. When I was a kid, I had this belief that this is the way Christmas was because of Mama and Papa decorating at the house. But when my dad did it, it just had this really big impression on me. 
And as soon as I got married, about two years after we got married, I started decorating my house. And still to this day, every single Christmas that comes, I climb on my house and I outline my roof in Christmas lights. I cover all my bushes outside with Christmas lights. I run lights down my driveway. I run lights from the trees. I put lights on the fence. I am kind of a Clark Griswold kind of guy. And my dad has done some crazy shit in his life. He went to jail for 24 years and all that stuff. But what he doesn't know is that one time with those bushes made such an impression on me that it changed my perspective on Christmas to turn it away from consumerism and turn it just a little bit more towards believing that it could be magical again. Hey guys, welcome back to a show that remembers when Santa Claus was a real dick in the original claymation version of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, or as we like to call it, Now That I'm Older, a show about how getting older sucks but can be awesome at the exact same time. You can find us online, go to nowthatimolder.com, we're also on Facebook as well as Google Play, Stitcher, and iTunes. Please rate, review, and subscribe to the show anywhere you find us online because that helps us out a lot. You can also find us on Twitter, Gmail, and Instagram, but it's at NTIOPod. And if you'd like to support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash nowthatimolder, and if you give to us, we're going to give right back to you. You can also find us on Twitter with the hashtag Potter and Family. Potter and Family is a family of podcasters that came together to cross-promote each other, spread the word about badass independent podcasts, and create a family out of absolutely nothing. If you go to Twitter and check out the hashtag Potter and Family, you'll find our show as well as the Can't Sleep, Won't Sleep podcast, the Easterly End podcast, and the Married Nerds podcast. And this week we start out talking about Amazon and how they've had a few accidents with some bear spray in their factories, and then we jump quickly into talking about how robots are quite possibly going to take over the world. And surprise, surprise, Kenny is going to side with the robots. And then later on we jump back in talking about Kenny having his own army of cats and robots and veterans, and then we talk about whether or not being organic or organic peanut butter is a terrible idea. So check it out. We'll be right back. All right, all right now, yearlings. Back to practice. Oh, no, not you. You better go home with your folks. From now on, gang, we won't let Rudolph join in any reindeer games, right? Right, right. So I love Amazon. I think Amazon is a great website. I think it's putting a lot of companies out of business and stuff like that, which kind of sucks. But... Amazon is pretty convenient. Yeah, fuck those companies. If you want to stay competitive, you won't go out of business. My, my industry is being disrupted right now. We're working around it. You know what's super fucked up is uh, Sears is like closing stores and shit like that. And I saw something on the internet that said a company that was based on being a mail order catalog in the beginning was put out of business by essentially a mail order catalog. All these companies who can get it with the times, like Walmart's doing just fine. Yeah, Walmart knows how to like they ship to the store and all that shit. Like, right. they, Walmart can, knows how to do what Amazon does, but add their own. Uh, appeal to it by having the stores at play. So, like, there's a there's a time for going to the store. You need something that day. Well, also, if you want to hold it in your hand, see, I like online shopping and shit like that. But every now and then, you want to go like, yeah, if I'm going to go buy a TV, I want to look at that television. Eh, I want to see the picture on. I can it. I go buy sure. ratings on a TV, but there are things that I do agree with you on. TVs aren't one of them. Well, I'm just saying, like, there's things that I want to go see and touch, Chairs. like furniture. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. When I go to buy furniture, I don't want to go buy some shit offline and be like, oh, it has really high ratings. Fuck that noise. I want to sit in it. It may have high ratings, but it may not be a chair I want to sit in. So Amazon. I think, I think a- you're being awfully critical of chairs. I think you can shut your fucking mouth when it comes <laughs> to the chairs that I sit in. So the chairs are there to serve me. Well, okay. Yeah. So Amazon's a good thing and all that. But Amazon has a history of something that seems like it's kind of fucked up. What's See, that? they have robots in their factory that help them move stuff from place to place. And they have these robots have a history of puncturing cans of bear repellent. You say it like there's over. a history now. Dude, I actually pulled up a website 
or a, a story on Wired.com. It, says, it, this sounds, wasn't like even, it sounds like you're engaging in sensationalistic media. Oh, I'm not. It media says this wasn't even Amazon's first bear repellent incident of, two, of uh, 2018. They've had multiple incidents with bear repellent. This company has had like seriously multiple different times that bear repellent has gotten punctured. They had over two dozen employees go to the hospital. Dude, this isn't an Amazon problem. This is the robot beginning of the revolution. You really think robots are going to one day take over? If you were a robot, what, you get rid of humans? Well, I mean, think about it like this. I, I mean, I'm a human and I don't really oppose getting rid of most humans. See, Kenny, you're the guy who like becomes the slave of the aliens. Not a slave. Advisor. You're not going to be an advisor. You're going to think you're going to be an advisor. I'm going to have a nice little room where the aliens build me, and, and I'm going to totally sell the rest of you out. That's actually part of the game plan. So you already got I like, won't sell everybody out, just people that suck. I just want to be the arbiter of who sucks and who doesn't. So you think that that's the, what I would be called, the arbiter. So you think the robots are going to take you in as like a liaison? No, no. You're talking about aliens versus robots. It was aliens. Robots, there's no chance of any of us convincing the robots they need us. Well, think about it like this. Though. Robots are a much greater threat than aliens. Are we doing enough? When I, In my opinion, the, the question I always ask is, are we doing enough to keep robots from taking over? Like They're, they're definitely going to kill you. You hear this, robots? He's talking about ways to literally keep you down. Kenny, it's not about the robot revolution, okay? We're not- you don't know. <laughs> you don't know. Robots are going to go after you before they go after me because I like robots. I think robots are swell. I just think there are bigger threats than aliens. You think that robots are swell? See, I think I feel like I'm Will Smith in the beginning of iRobot. Look, dude. When he's like, one day this is all going to come. Like, right now, Elon Musk has come out and said, like, we should be really fucking worried about artificial intelligence. We should. Stephen and Hawking you're talking shit out. to him. I'm saying Stephen Hawking was like, look, I'm, this I'm, should be I'm a big. I'm practicing what he preaches. I'm being careful right now. They're swell. So you think you're going to get on I the robots go on record, good side? I want to go on record and say I think robots are awesome. What do you think? Because I don't want to get bear sprayed. <laughs> so in in the uh, in the uh, the most recent story from Amazon, uh, in total, fifty four workers at the Robbinsville, New Jersey facility were exposed to fumes from bear spray. I bet they were being mean to the robots. Bear repellent is basically made with chili pepper extract, and these motherfuckers. One of these people is in critical condition. Could you imagine going you, to work? You know who's immune to bear spray? Who? Robots. Okay. Robots are also immune to gunfire, depending on how they're built. <laughs> Terrifying, isn't it? <laughs> That's why I'm going to be on their good side. You can be a pissing off. I saw this video from the Boston Dynamics people the Anytime other day. Anytime you bring up the words Boston Dynamics, I get a little scared. No, look, I'm telling you, this robot was simply trying to open a door and go in. And I don't know what kind of tests they were doing, but this guy kept walking around, walking up and smacking its legs with a stick and, like, yanking on it. I'm telling you, these robots are going to remember this bullshit. <laughs> I can just imagine being this robot going, God damn it, Bobby! Quit hitting me with a stick, Bobby! I'm trying to get in the goddamn door! Um, They're new bionic ants they're working on right Bob, now. Bob, I know. That guy who was smacking that robot, he's going to be the first one they take out. Bionic ants they're putting yeah. in factories they're to move large boxes. They're going to have robots that can crawl in your nose and kill you. That's fucking terrifying when you think about it. Dude. That's like, why really, you shouldn't be talking shit over there. I'm not talking shit. I'm saying I'm Will Smith in the beginning of iRobot saying, listen, guys, when they put in that's like, my, the That's the my house, whole reason of my faith is agnostic and not atheist. Because you believe, you're going to believe in the, the robot gods one day? No, no, no. Atheist versus agnostic just means like, atheist believes there is no God. Agnostics, agnostics believe you can't prove either way. Like, I'm not going to shit on God because <laughs> he might be real. And if he is real, I'm definitely don't want to shit on him. That's that's a that's a dumb move. That's like walking up to Mike Tyson and saying you're a pussy. 
for the average man. <laughs> like, if you did that, I'd be like, Shane's about to die, y'all. Watch this. I wouldn't help you at all. <laughs> like, if you walked up to Mike Tyson and called him a pussy, you deserve what you're about to get. You know what I actually would do? I'd be like, my friend Kenny said you're a pussy. Yeah, I would do that, too, to somebody else. I wouldn't do it to me. But no, I wouldn't do it. Actually, I wouldn't do any of that shit because I'd be like, he might hit me for instigating shit. I believe that. I'd walk up and say, Mr. Tyson, you're an amazing boxer. I just want to shake your hand <laughs> and leave him the fuck alone after that. Mr. Tyson, um, my friend Kenny has gotten pretty drunk over there, and he keeps talking about how in three rounds he could probably knock you out. Dude, so, he would immediately have to deal with me wanting to give him a hug if I was drunk. I, think I like to might, hug people when I'm drunk. I think he might come over and punch you, though. I don't like, think I he would. I think, that, I think that his uh, his, his uh, he was making instinct, fun of your accent. I think his instincts would kick in because like black people have a natural affinity for me, and I think that would get me out of this trouble. And he'd end up knowing that you were some mischievous cracker. <laughs> I'm not a mischievous cracker. Okay, <laughs> you're being a mischievous cracker if you try to get me beat up by Mike Tyson. Are you, you're harming the culture. Are you going to be super stoked about See, a self driving about a self driving car? By the way, um, as long as I can take control when I want. There would be mad times when it would be convenient because there's nothing difficult about driving in Atlanta traffic. You just go three feet and sit. <laughs> go three feet and sit. If I could have a robot take over that part, See, I'm down. I often think about the fact Especially that I since spend... I don't talk shit about robots and it won't kill me. You, your car might wreck. <laughs> My car is not going to wreck, okay? Mm. I'm going to get a nice car that's self-driving. See, I feel like that's the one thing about you this just whole talk robot shit about revolution. Ro- you just talk shit about robots. Well, I wouldn't do that if I were you. They if have, I go into work. They have really good memories. If I go into work. And a robot causes me to have to be put into the hospital in critical fucking condition because of bear fumes. Then robots are kind of assholes, in my opinion. Did that happen to you? Well, I'm saying if I did. I'm ah, trying to visualize myself. The big if. Big if, sir. You don't know what those people did to those robots. How do you know they did anything to the I robots? I don't, but it's possible. It's just as possible as the robots doing something to them. Listen. Maybe. I'll- what if they were doing horrible maintenance and they weren't keeping up with the robots? The robot has no way of cleaning its own parts. The robot has no way to change its own hydraulic fluids. Whether these people are slacking, telling the bosses they're doing it and they're not, probably slapping the robots when nobody's looking. So what what kind of a robot scares you the most? Probably leaving on conservative radio. Shut up, dude. We're not talking about conservative radio. What if you left on conservative radio and I didn't have the ability to turn it off? I'd want to kill you in bear spray immediately. I'd be like, motherfucker. <laughs> so what kind of robot scares you out of all of them? Is there any robot that you would not be cool with? Like a sex robot? No, the more scary it is, the more I'm not going to criticize it. I mean, that's just self-stupid. I'm not saying criticize it. I'm saying, do do any robots actually scare you? Scare me? No, because I'm telling you, I'm pro-robot. You're pro robot, so you're not going to use your gun on a robot. Like if you get well, that one of those would be personal, pointless. Now, if, if I had like get, a, a an ion gun that would kill the electrical impulses, Kenny, this isn't Fallout. We're not pulling out like exactly. So weapons. what's my regular fucking gun going to do off of a steel ass robot? I'm pretty sure it might puncture. Like if you go for the it head, it might or it might piss it off. So you're just going to let the, the robot, robot kill you? No, I'm not going to let the robot. I'm not going to fuck with the robot in the first place. Is what I'm telling you. When the robots all get that red glow in their chest, like I'm they did say, in that robot, when I, when they do that, I'm going to say, "You robots, you guys have every right to be mad." And I'm going to help you find these anti-robot people like Shane, <laughs> and you can kill him. And then I'm going to get to ride. It's going to be the, the ARA, dude, the Anti-Robot Alliance. And I'm going to be, be riding, underground. I'm going to be parade. riding a robot like it's a horse. I'm going to be underground. No, you're not. The robot's probably going to be on your back. Like, Actually, you know bitch. what? No, the robots don't mind carrying stuff. It doesn't bother them. I'm going to be riding it like a parrot because I'm going to be like the pirate robot's parrot <laughs> telling them how to find the rest of you motherfuckers. I'm selling you all out immediately. 
Oh, dude, the anti-robot alliance is coming for you guys. You're not going to take me, you guys down. me and the cats are going to stop you because cats are pro-robots. No, cats are not pro-robots. Cats pro-robots. love robots. Cats do not love robots. Cats they do are pretty because, scared of robots. No, cats are not scared of robots. Cats love robots. They have automated litter boxes. They have automated watering machines. Cats love robots. You know why? Because they hate people. <laughs> That's sound logic right there. I, can't, I obviously can't argue with that. They really do fucking hate people. They do. Like, the only pe- cats like their person and hate everyone else. I mean, that's pretty much their their thing. And that's they like that person because they feed them. Yeah, there's and they can steal their body warp at night. Your cat likes me when I'm over just because I'm new. Well, my cat's friendly. He's he's an abnormally he's friendly, friendly but he's, cat. But he's also like he just comes over and wants to chill with me. He's kind of cool. But he doesn't want to be my friend necessarily. He just wants he to just fuck wants with to me. Use you. He wants to fuck with me <laughs> enough to get petted and maybe like lay next to my leg and be warm for a minute and be like, "All right, man." He was mad offended the day when you moved him off. The- <laughs> I came over to Kenny's house and I was like going to sit down and stuff like that. And I was gonna try to like nicely place him, and he gave me this look like I should die. Like Jack was legitimately spread out across all the cushions, <laughs> and he's a big fucking cat. So it's like okay. Um, I just feel like when it comes to the self-driving car thing, on one hand, that's an hour that I'm going to get back. Okay. Right. That's exactly my point. I'm gonna I had a back. guy try to hire me and part of my job was going to be driving to work and back. And I was like, nah, part of your job was going to be driving to work and back. Yeah. He wanted me to run his office, but he wanted me to pick him up every day and then drive him home every day. Fuck him. I was like, fuck that. Yeah. And especially in traffic. Cause it was in Dallas too. I wasn't really trying to move to Texas either. Oh, I thought he really wasn't offering much money either. And it was like, dude, you're crazy. I thought it was like Dallas, Georgia. I was like, why would no. you want to move to Dallas? Yeah. I get um, job offers from all across the country. Which what? is weird because <laughs> I'm totally rebellious and anti fucking, uh, what is it called? Anti uh, establishment. Establishment. Yeah. But I get so many job offers. So I, I just, when it comes to robots and stuff like that, I don't want one in my house. Like, I don't even have like the doorbell that you can see through the phone. Oh, dude, I'm going to get all this shit here in the near future. You want to like automate the I'm house? I'm totally automating like it. The thermostat, because- the door locks. All think, of it. Think about it like this, though. If you can do that from your phone, then some 22-year-old kid can hack your house and take over. And when the robots do take over, I'm not saying if. I'm I, saying The robots when, could do that. I think most 22-year-old kids could do that on, like, old people who don't set it up right. I mean, people try to hack my phone, and I have antivirus software. I'm sure there's stuff for your house that works good. There's no antivirus there's software. There's a guy right now. There's actually probably way more of them than qualified hackers that are very good at breaking into homes <laughs> with your regular ass lock. You have zero protection. So what you're saying is don't get better protection because it might fail, even though any idiot with a pair of boots could break into your house right now. And the same thing's going to stop that guy that's going to stop the hacker. And that's your fucking pack of animals you have living in your house. <laughs> <laughs> when I got, uh, we recently did uh, Christmas lights on the house. So I hired a couple of people the to come out. difference is the hacker doesn't break your door frame <laughs> hold on i brought two people out to the house to do christmas lights with us and um who I are had these to, people i hired them off a of married to city group or something <laughs> you didn't go through like a family member before once you learn no you're getting, i hired you're, actual people you're smartening up so i go hire these people and i bring them over well we had to open like we cracked this window and run a drop cord okay to get it outside and <laughs> the first night nikki's like no, I don't, I don't really want the drop cord hanging out of the window and stuff like that. What if those guys come back and try to get in? I was like, babe, when they got here, I walked out on the porch and I said, listen, guys, if you need to use the restroom. You don't have any outdoor outlets? 
No. What kind of fucking backwoods East Cobb house? I know do you live that's in? that's it's built in the seventies and shit. I have like five reason. different outlets on the outside of the house, and they're all like the fucking badass outlets with the clear fucking housing built around no, them. No, I don't have any of that shit. So I had oh. to open it through the window. And Good shit job. Like that. So when these guys <laughs> come over, I stand on the porch, like uh, I walk them up, and we're like pulling all the lights out and shit like that. And I said, "Listen, guys, if you need to go to the bathroom, that's fine. Let me know. I'll take the dogs out because my dogs are not aggressive." But they are. I got five dollars that says these guys were of Latin descent. No, actually, one of them was an army vet. He was like an old white guy, and the other one was like a twenty-two-year-old black guy. So you, so you hired some old homeless guy. <laughs> he wasn't old and homeless. I mean, what kind of old person's willing to work for that kind of money? He was like, hey, you know, I didn't have anything to do. He got paid fifty bucks for an afternoon and ran all my Christmas lights for me. It was a pretty fucking good deal for me, quite honestly, because usually that takes me like three days of doing that shit. I got two guys out there, paid them both fifty. You hear bucks. that, folks? You hear where Shane is on the scale? He he's hiring low class labor and paying underpaying them. I'm not underpaying them. It was fucking simple work. They had to drive. How many hours the were they there? Four. And you paid him fifty dollars. Yeah. You paid that guy eleven dollars an hour. <laughs> Close to twelve. You're corporate American, motherfucker. <laughs> it was twelve dollars an hour. Actually, it was forty eight. That was, was twelve dollars an hour. I, mean, I actually paid them an extra two dollars. You paid a vet under fifteen. He an came hour. to my house and I offered him twelve dollars, and he said, "How far away is it?" I gave him my address, and he said, "Totally, I'll do it for twelve dollars an hour." Now, is it my fault that he wants to do that? There's no minimum. I can see way. paying the other guy that, but you paid the old guy that. That's just. I'm not going to pay somebody That's different amounts. Senior abuse. It's not senior. Why is it senior abuse? Okay. So anyway, the, what I was getting at with this whole thing. That's is, why our country's falling apart because people like you and your Christmas lights, Shane. Shut up, Trump. Anyway. No, he would totally use the guy and abuse him. He doesn't give a shit about army vets. He's proven that over and over again. So what I do is I tell the, the computer guys, that they use to pay vet benefits is 50 years old. I shit you not. This is a real story. Even Fox ran it. So you know it. That's not liberal bias. Literally weren't getting the checks out because of the computer they use is a 50-year-old system. 50 years. How old is that computer? I'm 40. What were computers doing 10 years before we were born, Shane? They were, like, doing nothing. <laughs> they, they were just, the size of buildings, too. They weren't, like, fucking... running off fucking punch cards? We have two computers sitting on this desk right now. Every F-22 costs $6 billion. We got hundreds of them motherfuckers. We got a 50-year-old computer taking care of our vets. We couldn't get a laptop? This is why the vets should help the robots. So it's going back to the robots. Wait a minute. I don't want to fucking finish this story real quick. Now I've got the cats and the vets. What are you going to do now? Okay, so obviously the idea of Kenny having his own army of cats, robots, and veterans is terrifying. But we'll just have to deal with that when it happens. Next up, we run to a quick promo break, and when we get back, we finish talking about my story of putting up Christmas lights and the fact that these guys might try to break in, but then we jump into a whole lot of different stuff, like whether organic peanut butter is terrible or not. And really quick, before I let you guys go, I wanted to say Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, and whatever you guys believe in out there. I hope you guys all have a great one next week. Really enjoy yourselves, and by the way, our episode 200 is coming up, so if you want to send us something, send us a well wish or whatever, hit us up on Twitter, Gmail, whatever, just saying, hey, you guys have done good or saying, hey, you suck, or Kenny sucks, or whatever you want to say, hit us up with it. So check these promos out. We'll be right back.
Hi guys, I'm Dean. And I'm Daniel. And we're from the IMDb Journey podcast. Where we break down every movie from the top 250 list, giving our own thoughts and reviews and any general discussion along the way. But when we're not doing that, we also battle other podcasts in various movie-related games of trivia and drafts. We also give quick reviews about every other film we've watched as well. Yeah, here we're quite good too. Yeah, if you guys don't believe us, why don't you listen to these genuine testimonies? Oh, hey guys, you guys are really good. I love your chemistry. Oh, hey, Brew, it's uh, this is a this is a good podcast, yo. Oh, for sure, yeah. Yeah, love the banter, guys. Keep it up. I'm DB Jenny. Is one of my favorite podcasts of all time. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, fantastic testimonies. Oh, thanks, guys. Absolutely genuine and real. <laughs> And if you want to give a genuine testimony as well, go ahead and search for IMDb Journey. You can find us on all your favourite podcast sites, including iTunes, Stitcher, and Spotify. So come along and join our journey. And the Grinch, with his Grinch feet, ice cold in the snow, stood puzzling and puzzling. How could it be so? It came without ribbons. It came without tags. It came without... Packages, boxes, or bags! Have you ever wished you could get extra now that I'm older? Well, now you're in luck because if you go to patreon.com slash now that I'm older, sign up to the $10 level, you'll be able to hear Patreon exclusive content with stuff just like this. Why would you have fetuses as toys? In what sort of Russian nightmare cartoon do you have fetuses as toys? Kenny hates little children. Kenny hates happiness. Especially children. Kenny hates pretty much everything. So I hate happiness. I just hate other people's happiness. I just, I know we're not supposed to get political on now that I'm older, but what the fuck is going on? So go to patreon.com slash now that I'm older, sign up to the $10 level, and you'll be able to check out our Patreon exclusives every single time we drop one. Great. You know, I think this is going to be our best Christmas ever. What's up, Home Trees? It's me, Chris. And Corey. And Donnie. From the More Gooder Than podcast. For each episode, the three of us pick a thematically similar movie. Like Dances with Wolves, The Last Samurai, and Avatar. Or Deep Impact, Armageddon, and Space Cowboys. And then duke it out until one movie is crowned most goodest. Three movies enter, one movie leaves. Ironically, Thunderdome was not the winner when we tackled the Mad Max trilogy. You know why, right? I... Oh, yeah. We don't need another hero. Hey, uh, where can people find more good of them? You can find us on Twitter at MGT Podcast, our website, mgtpodcast.com, and on Instagram and Facebook at More Gooder Than. We're in iTunes slash Apple Podcast. You can find us on Podbean, Stitcher, Google Play, and any other podcatcher that you can think of. Remember, it's not just good. It's more gooder then. And uh, what can I oh, get you for Christmas? Don't tell him what you want. He's a liar. Let the kid talk. You disgust me. How can you live with yourself? Just cool it, Zippy. You sit on a throne of lies. Look, I'm not kidding. You're a fake. I'm a fake? Yes. How'd you like to be dead? Huh? No, he's kidding. You stink. I think you're going to have a good Christmas, all right? You smell like beef and cheese. You don't smell like Santa. I want to tell you about this because Nikki was all worried. She goes, you brought these two people out to do Christmas lights in the house and we have to leave that window open. And what if one of them comes back and tries to break in? I said, listen, I stood on the porch and said, if y'all need to come in, the dogs aren't aggressive, but they will protect the house. So if you come in without me, it's going to be a bad scene. Okay. Which is, which is kind of true. 
Well, the thing is, I like, can walk in your house not knowing those dogs. I know how to deal with dogs. Sit down. But if, you don't, but if you don't know how to deal with like dogs. Like Vader, if you didn't know Vader, he would be a scary dog. But I know Vader. Not know He won't remember me enough. Turkish would. But Vader would not be familiar enough with me to be okay with me coming in the house. But at one stern, sit down. And Vader's done. No, Vader's, Vader's a little bit uppity if he doesn't know you when you get in the house. Vader's not exactly like if he doesn't know your voice and you, you don't have command over him at all. Vader's almost come through my fence before because a guy raised his hand above my head in the front yard. That's threatening his person. Exactly. Threatening a person is not the same as entering the home. You can't get in my house and start using like threatening tones like sit down and try to expect my dogs not to freak out. First off, Piper might knock you down when you come in the house, okay? That's before you say anything because she wants attention. Yeah, she's a fucking <laughs> asshole when it comes to that. But yeah, like I, was, I told Nikki, I was like, dude, the, the people are not coming back to the house to break in. They know I'm just saying, a stranger, yes, you can sell the story that your dogs are vicious, but mostly your dogs are not vicious at all. They're, they're pretty loud. <laughs> and they're kind of overwhelming at first because there's like a pack of them. There is a pack of dogs. If I brought a ba- if I had treats with me, you definitely wouldn't have nothing on me because then Vader would totally sell you out. No, Vader would still be on my side. Not if I had good treats. No, no. I bet if I had bacon, he'd be, you aren't there, first of all, breaking into your house. You're not there. Nobody breaks in while you're asleep anymore. They break in at like 8, 1030 in the morning while you're at work. So first of all, you're not there to argue with Vader and me. I got bacon and I show up. He'll let me in the house. (laughs) I don't know if he will. I really don't. I think Vader would be very loyal to me and my family. You would he think that us. he is, but that bacon's right there in front of him. Speaking of bacon, I was actually talking. And I don't give him one piece. It's not. A pro- it's a process. The first piece is the introduction. Then I'll let him understand that I have bacon and that he can, he can acquire bacon. Once that's established, I am in your home. I mean, he'll show me where the good shit is. <laughs> I'll give you another piece of bacon if you show me where daddy's jewelry and his watches are. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's worth a bedroom. I see him taking that off when I take his bed space. You, you stay the fuck away from my watches. <laughs> you stay, my house. You stay away from my watches. That's a good watches. thing that I'm not really a bad person because um, I'd be a really good bad person. I've thought that plenty of times. Like, if I ever decided to, like, turn NWO If I on went the world, rogue, it would be bad news for people. I always call it going NWO. Like, if I decided to go bad or go dirty or whatever you call it back in wrestling and shit, dude, if I turned heel on the world... It would be a bad scene because I, I've always been a good person. I've always tried to like not get in fights and shit like that. It was never violent or anything. But if I ever decided to turn my, my talents to evil, it would be a bad scene for the world. That's just how I feel sometimes. Um, where was I going? <laughs> I don't know. But it's really funny that you got lost. If no, I went I has- rogue, you'd all be fucked. You'd be my slaves. I'd- and I would whip all of you. Quite honestly, I think I'd probably have you arrested. Like the first time you did anything like truly evil, I just have you. Oh, you wouldn't have me arrested. I'd already be on the. I'd be already leading the revolution with the vets and the cats and the robots. (laughs) It's the VCR revolution. (laughs) (laughs) You're leading the VCR revolution with the vets, the cats, and the robots. Yeah, we have a VCR for short. We're gonna totally ruin ruin the. The whole plan you have, <laughs> you and your aliens. Um, my aliens are going to come down, and the aliens are probably going to be like, "Earth, go hard." <laughs> the, the aliens are going to get here and go, "No, no, no." Well, we'll come the, back in fifty years to see how this hashes out. Well, if the vets and the cats and the robots all get together and shit like that and like form an alliance, I'm just I'm probably going to leave with the aliens. I got to be honest. It's only a matter of time before we acquire your dogs. Uh, no, 
I'm telling you, know, you, cats are smart too. They know how to use bacon to their advantage. The dogs are not going to let you in the house, number one. Okay? Dogs sell people out for food all the time. Every show I've ever watched, if somebody has a steak, <laughs> they get in the building. Dogs do sell you out from food too. That's just, there's I, a whole movie. That movie, um, what's it called? Jack Nicholson's in it um, with Greg Kinnear. Oh, as good as it gets. As good as it gets. He steals that dude's dog and he's an asshole. And the guy's like, how does my dog like you more? And he's like, I have a bag of bacon. Dogs are fucking assholes if you have bacon. They'll sell anybody out for bacon. It's a well-known fact. I don't think my Just like tigers hate cinnamon. Tigers hate cinnamon? Yeah. Is that a real fact? Like, yeah. No, it's not. You cats hate citrus. Sh- you hate. You just made that All shit up. Ca- like, cats really do hate citrus. You just made that shit up about cinnamon. No, it's in the movie fucking... Um, Hangover? Yeah, over. It's totally not a real fact. Just, just like cats really do look, dislike citrus. We should just start making up facts like that. We should be like, you know, whole milk actually, whole milk actually causes cancer. You know that, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, say almond milk because I just it disgusts me that they have like eighteen different kind of animals that make milk, and some vegans still had to try to make milk out of almonds. How many almonds does it take to make milk? I always wonder. Like, what know. the fuck goes on with that? Like. And there are t- <laughs> and vegans are still fucking up because now they're eating all the animals' food. See, the thing that always pisses me off is I'll be at the house. And what I really I'll, don't like are fake creamers, uh, that oh, palm oil shit. I hate that shit. I'll get told by Nikki when she brings some sort of organic concoction in the house. She brought in fucking organic peanut butter. Let me go ahead and tell you about organic peanut butter. If you I guys out horrible. there in the audience don't know, it come it separates the peanut butter itself is separated <laughs> from the oil. So you have to mix it together like this weird syrup. I and because still it's, make the argument that there is no clear definition. Hold on. Shut up. Let me fucking argue. finish. No, let, let me fucking finish. We already know it's gross. You don't have no, to go into details. No, no, it's no, making me to, nauseous over here. You have thinking, to stir this shit together. I don't together, want to think about your compounded then, peanut butter over then there. Then it doesn't turn into like creamy, beautiful Jif. Yeah, because they put shit in there to make it creamy and beautiful. <laughs> we can't do that because there's some arbitrary label called organic. All organic means is carbon. Water is not organic. Then you have to stir it together to make Water it. Water is not organic. <laughs> Water, the most essential chemical for life, is inorganic. Listen, all I know is that we eat really good food. It's oxygen and hydrogen. There's no carbon in water. Water is inorganic. Inorganic. <laughs> Calm down, dude. Everything's going to be okay. All it means is that... Fucking charcoal is carbon. So if you rub some charcoal on something, bam, it's organic. You want to eat it? If I pour water on the same thing, it's inorganic. You're not going to eat that. Go get a piece of pie right now. Mm. I have some charcoal. (laughs) (laughs) You'll see which one you want to eat. Don't put any charcoal on my my pie. I'm going to slice an apple. I'm going to wash one with water. (laughs) And I'll offer you that one. Or I'm going to take one and rub charcoal all over it. Which one's more organic? But it makes like a paste of peanut butter. It doesn't make like an actual, you know, peanut butter. I believe that because it's inorganic or it's organic. Because it's so gross. The other day she buys this creamy natural Jif and it looks just like peanut butter. Natural such a better word. It spreads just like peanut butter. The only difference is it doesn't have sugar in it. Now for some fucking reason. It tastes like ass. No, no, no. The natural or the organic peanut butter that we have, the Smucker's organic, it tastes like peanut butter-ish kind of stuff. <laughs> um, like a peanut butter product. You know what I'm talking about when you're a kid and you got the ice cream product. But anyway, it tastes like a peanut butter product. I think that company has mastered the true um, uh, personality traits of people who buy organic shit. They made it probably taste less good because they assume if it tastes good, it's bad. So we get this GIF shit that's it's <laughs> called natural creamy. 
it, the only difference is the GIF actually has sugar in there. You open it up and it spreads like fucking creamy GIF like you had when you were a kid. And I'm like, well, there you go. I'm like, babe, babe, why haven't we been buying this shit the entire fucking time instead of this weird oil paste that we've been using this fucking peanut butter recently? Why the fuck have we been buying that? She's like, well, the other one doesn't have sugar in it. I'm like, the other one doesn't have sugar in it. Get the, get the shit. It tastes like peanut butter. Okay. <laughs> I understand we're cutting out sugar. I understand we're doing our best, but this is weird. You don't okay? have to cut sugar. If you cut out like soda, you're already way ahead of the average American. There's 40 fucking grams of sugar in every can of soda. When I heard that shit, I was like, could you imagine sitting down and, drink, and drinking? I started like converting a- sugar to cocaine. To, to like get my brain to wrap around how much I'm meti- cause 40 grams of cocaine would kill like four people. <laughs> like that's, that's more cocaine than Escobar can do. That's a lot of fucking cocaine. I'm like, damn, that's a lot of sugar. <laughs> like how'd they fit that shit in there? Cause I couldn't hide 40 grams of Coke in a Coke can. And how why, the fuck does that work? Why does it, it doesn't taste like it's that sweet, but when you think about 40 grams of sugar, you're like, well, then you drink a fucking diet Coke and you're like, Oh, that's why, they put- <laughs> that's why I don't do a lot of diet sodas. I've actually they taste like ass. I've gotten used to diet because I wanted to cut the sugar out, but I still well, want to have drink like water. soda every now and then. Well, I drink a shitload of water too. My theory is I drink so little soda that when I do want a soda, I can have that 40 gram sugar because sugar is not horrible if you limit it. You know, the robots are going to make you drink diet soda though. Cause that's all that's going to no, be left. They're not, they're going to be not having any worries about sugar. Cause robots don't get diabetes. They're going to want you guys to drink as many fucking Cokes as possible. As a matter of fact, it's part of my advice. I'm saying them. for their, get them to drink lots of regular sugar, sugary drinks. I'm saying once they their, get diabetes, they can't run away from you. Cause we can cut their foot off from the human, like a uh, slave. You're missing. Patrol. This is part of my official part program to the robots to keep you guys on your, on your leash. I think it's going to be funny when there's like, maybe a- the robots are already in control. Now that I'm thinking about it, vending machines give you sodas. And they did, that gives you diabetes and then your feet fall off. So, I mean, if I was a robot, that'd be a solid plan. Yeah. But, um, first off, you're not a robot. Secondly, um, I am a robot. I am an advisor to the robots. though. I think you think you're going to be an advisor to the robots. I think you're going to end up being a slave. Dude, we're all slaves. You're going to be chaining Tatum. We are all slaves of one kind or another. I want to be the slave that sleeps in the big house. I, <laughs> I mean, you I want to be the house slave. If I were a slave, it would be all about me not being a fucking field slave. And that would be, but that's some people say that's wrong and not thinking about everybody. But if you're a slave, you ain't got time to think about anybody else. You got to think about your ass. Cause you can get whipped. <laughs> Once I become a slave, not getting whipped is my primary goal. It seems like that. Cause imagine how bad a robot could whip you. <laughs> It would be so efficient too. Like yeah, they would gonna, make sure to get robots like full... are going to put white males to shame, and that's saying something because white males have really taken the whole being rotten to a whole level. It's hard. That, like we're like the Michael Jordans of being bad people. Here, Francis, I've got something for you. Merry Christmas. A choo-choo train? No, it's five pounds of veal. But Daddy, I have Santa for choo-choo. Well, then go out and get a job and buy it, shoot you. That's it for Now That I'm Older this week, guys. Thank you so much for checking out the show. You can find us online, nowthatimolder.com, Facebook, Google Play, Stitcher, and iTunes. You can also find us on Twitter and Gmail, but it's at NTIOPod. Check back next Thursday for a brand new episode. And as always, getting older sucks, but can be awesome at the same time. Have a great week. All right, guys. That's I don't even, even do this podcast anymore. This is, like, so embarrassing. That's going to be it for now that I'm older this week, guys. Thanks.
from what I see now, that'll cut through the murkiest storm they can dish up. What I'm trying to say is, Rudolph, with your nose so bright, won't you guide my sleigh tonight? <laughs> 